the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. We are crossing the seas. We are talking to our cousins across the pond. In this case, it is my friend, the the team Svengali, James Dellingpole. He is the man behind the Dellingpod po- po- uh, podcast, one of my favorites. He gets superb, superb guests on his podcast. Follow him right now at James Dellingpole on Twitter. James, are you there? I'm here, Sebastian. How are you? Very well, very well. And happy to have you back on the show. Uh, we, we love the fact that there is a global movement to reassert national sovereignty and to get those faceless bureaucrats out of their lives, whether it's Modi in India, whether it's Bolsonaro uh, in uh, Brazil, whether it's the, the recent elections in Australia. But it all begins with our cousins across the pond in blight. It begins with Brexit. And I have to ask you, for our listeners here in the United States, is the fact that Boris Johnson, a man who has certain Trumpian factors to his character, is now your new prime minister. Are we back on track for Brexit? Is the UK now reassured of having some kind of modicum of national sovereignty reasserted? James Dellingpole? I don't want to tempt fate by overblowing our our chances, but But. I think that that this could be the moment. I mean, you think about it. We had our Trumpian revolution, or rather we had our intimations of a Trumpian revolution before President Trump came into power. We had our Brexit, and we we thought, this is it. This is our moment. We've voted to free ourselves from the from the European socialist superstate, this sclerotic, corrupt, socialistic structure, uh, a, a bit like a kind of soft Soviet Union. <laughs> and instead, what happened? Well, let's, before, before uh, we get to the instead what happened, let's just remind everybody yeah. what really happened, because it was three years ago plus that you had a referendum as to whether the UK should leave the European Union, and you had the biggest result in British history. 17 million people, the most who have ever voted one way on an issue, voted yes, let's leave. And now we are, what, three-plus years later. It hasn't happened, but Theresa May has folded. Boris Johnson is now in the chair. So talk to us about what that means for the UK. Well, what it could finally mean is that that we have a government which is willing and able, possibly, to deliver on the referendum result that we we had three years ago. You're right. 17.4 million people voted to leave the European Union, more than any, any of 
more than more people that have voted for anything in British history. But that's not that wasn't the only remarkable part. The really remarkable part was this was done in the teeth of opposition from pretty much the entirety of the, of the establishment, including, by the way, President Obama, who was president at the time, who flew over to England yes. to tell us that we would be the back of the queue. Now, uh, let me translate that for my friends here in America, the back of the line. If, if exactly. you, if you yeah, left the... He used an English word. Yes. Suggest to me that he'd been fed that oh, line. Oh, of course. Right. David no, Trump he had a script to read. He'd been given the vernacular and he was sending... Yeah. He, was, he was getting involved in British politics saying, if you do this, then there will be hell to play with your relations with America. You'll be at the back of the line with relations to us. I mean, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. But, but I have to challenge you. I have to ask ask this question because I've read a lot of stuff in the last three weeks that Bojo uh, talks a good talk, Boris Johnson talks a good talk, but he doesn't walk the good walk and and that it's about Boris Johnson all the time. It's not about things greater than him. What is James Delingpole's response to that analysis? Well, weirdly enough, Sebastian, you're talking to a man who was friends at university with two out of the three last prime ministers. I was friends with David Cameron. You're such a member of the elite. You're such an elitist crony. James Dellingpole. How did this man get on my show? He buddies with former prime ministers. James, you even admit that openly on a national show in America. Listen, it was a complete accident. It wasn't that I was particularly... I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just at the right place at the right time. Anyway, Boris. Boris is often accused of being like Donald Trump. And um, he That's a good shares, thing. shares certain similarities <laughs> in that uh, the hair, number one. Yes. He's got this short The blonde mane. Blonde hair. Right. Yeah. Number two, nobody really owns his ass. Like, he's a bit like Trump. He's not. Nobody owns his donkey. Boris. I was converting it into America. Okay. His backside, his bottom. Okay. (laughs) But um, Boris is, um, he's, he has a sense of humor. Yes. He doesn't like, in the same way that President Trump uses Twitter uh, as if to say, look, I am the leader of the free world. I'm the most important person in the world. If I can't say what I like, who can? And Boris is very much like that. He sails very close to the wind in his politi- political commentary and gets himself into all manner of trouble for saying true things in a humorous way. I mean, he was famously in trouble with the Muslim lobby not so long ago for describing women, women in burqas as looking like letterboxes, I think. And, and of course, all, all, the, all the social justice warriors got furious about this and all the kind of whiny, cry-bully protest groups. Meanwhile, I think the nation at large thought, well, I think that's a pretty fair description. But, but James, is, is, he, is he more than an iconoclast? Does he care about the voice of the British people the same way that Donald Trump cares about the forgotten man? It's more complicated than that. Boris has a Churchillian sense of destiny. He's patriotic. He loves his country. He is also, I think, very much against the nanny state. These are all good qualities that he's got. He's, he's a positive, uplifting, charismatic person. The downside with Boris is, well, two, two, two main flaws I would say he's got. One, he quite likes to be liked. Mm. You know, he's, he, he, unlike Trump, he's not. He's not a. He's, he's he's wary of sticking it in really hard to the enemy. Right. The second thing is that um, he's not really ideological. 
So he's not really a, a, a red meat conservative like you and I are. So there's a danger that he could get distracted. But what is his centre when it comes to the bureaucracy of the EU? Is he going to deliver Brexit? I think my money is on him delivering Brexit. I hope I'm right about Brexit. You let me, better let me tell be. You briefly. Yes. Um, a sort of potted version of why I think we should get excited about Boris Johnson, why he's the most... Well, in, in the break, for those who are listening on YouTube, because now we are streaming on YouTube Live, um, you actually said something stunning. I grew up under Maggie Thatcher in the UK. She was a leader, a statesman, and I mean it, a real statesman, a leader. Um, for me, that's the exemplar. And you said this could be as good as Maggie, James? Possibly. Um, if you look at the Boris's cabinet, yes. they are certainly the most right-wing ca- cabinet we've had since Margaret Thatcher's era. And indeed, even Margaret Thatcher herself did not have quite as conservative a, a cabinet as that. She had quite a lot of wets on board, as they were called, right. you know, conservatives in name only. So this cabinet, we've got Pretty Patel. Oh, my goodness. Pretty Patel is hot and she is right wing. She is she is the Home Secretary, so she is in charge of law and order. You've got Dominic Raab. He, again, he is a, he is a, he is the Foreign Secretary. He's in charge of you know, foreign affairs. He again is is solidly right wing. Sajid Javid, the the Chancellor, he's pretty you know he's he's, he's a city boy, pretty pretty free market I'd say. Um, and then we've got. Jacob Rees-Mogg. Now, this is the huge one for me, this this massive, hardcore Catholic, arch-arch-conservative, and he's been promoted too. He is now the leader of the, the House. So he's sort of, uh, he, he looks after the timetables in the House of Commons. Powerful. And I think he's going to be. He's going to be, he's going to be a, a good influence as well. So you've got that. And then, behind the scenes, you've got the same team that delivered Brexit. There was a documentary about, about, about how, how the Brexiteers won the, the referendum against the odds yes. in, the, in the teeth of the establishment. I've seen it. Um, right. And he was, this character, Dominic Cummings, who was the mastermind, was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. And Dominic is a... He, he doesn't suffer fools. He is a galvanizer. He makes things happen. And he has got together with... Well, all, all his old team, really. It, it's like the band has reformed. All right, let, let me ask you the, the, the big question. We've got two minutes left, and here's the big question. When I go back to the land of my birth, to the UK, I was born to Hungarian refugees, but I grew up in the UK. James, I literally do not recognize it. When I see women in full burkas, niqabs, walking down the high street, you know, in, in downtown uh, London, it's just, I don't recognize it. Even if we get a hard breakfast, Brexit and Boris delivers, are you going to be able to revitalize British culture as it was just a couple of generations ago? I think London is lost. London was Londonistan even even in the 90s, I think. But it certainly got a lot, lot, lot. It, it, London could be any city anywhere in the world now. It's yes. so cosmopolitan, open, close, close quotes. It, but it's not British. It's not England. It's no, not British. It's not British at all. I think the Shires were the Shires. There is hope for the Shires, and I live in the Shires. I'm the voice of the Shires. You're a hobbit. <laughs> yes, I'm a hobbit. That's right. You've nailed me. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, you, you have given us a great Philip, a great pep talk for Friday that not only are we living in an age of Trump, but we should see something similar, God willing, in the 
British Isles very inshallah, soon. Inshallah, as we say. In, inshallah, inshallah, as Allah wills it. Oh, you have such a wicked sense of humor, James. Follow him on Twitter at James Delling Poll. Also, you need to go and check out his website. He's just written a fascinating TV review on the show Gomorrah. He is James Delling Poll. His website is dellingpollworld.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.